0: Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week I will bring you inspiring guests with a focus on mindset, health, and spirituality. Providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Hello, lovely listeners. If you're finding value in what you're hearing today, make sure to head over to the show notes. Not only will you find more details on today's topic, but you'll also get an exclusive invitation to join my free Facebook group, Awakened Souls. This community is perfect for women who are either super curious or currently journeying through recovery. Being part of Awakened Souls offers a supportive environment where you can connect with like-minded women, all working towards an alcohol-free lifestyle. Plus... There are special free gifts waiting inside the show notes (laughs) curated specifically to empower and assist you on your journey. And if you're loving the content, I'd be so grateful if you take a moment to rate this podcast. Your feedback helps me continue bringing you the conversations and insights you love. Let's keep the momentum going and remember you are not alone on this journey. I am here to help you every step of the way. Today, we're honored to host Clarissa Burt, an iconic figure in the entertainment industry, renowned author, and a passionate advocate for women's empowerment. Clarissa's journey from the glitz of Hollywood to the profound insights of her book, The Self Esteem Regime, offers a unique perspective on personal growth and self discovery. Join us as we delve into her multifaceted career her approach to building self-confidence, and her inspiring work in empowering women worldwide. Let's dive into this enriching conversation with Clarissa Burt. Welcome back to the Shine Within podcast. I have... Clarissa Burt. She is a globally recognized media personality, producer, and author over 35 years in the entertainment realm. A major accomplishment in her storied career is her internationally acclaimed award-winning book, which was published in November 2021 and quickly followed by its audio release. And as the founder and CEO of of In the Limelight Media. Her multimedia endeavors span TV, podcasts, and digital magazines with accessibility on platforms like Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Passionate about women's empowerment, Clarissa orchestrated the Women's Global Event in November 2022. Her illustrious journey includes presenting at the Kremlin, being honored by Pope John Paul II, and contributing to a Nobel, a Nobel Peace Prize Wow! win in 2011. She recently received the Entrepreneurial Excellence Award from the Women's Economic Forum, among other accolades.
1: Wow! <laughs> Thank you so much. What an honor to have you, Teresa. <laughs> I've just been around a long time. That's <laughs> really all it is. I've been around a lot longer than you. So, well, you
0: look yeah. beautiful and amazing. And you know what? I have to, I, I did look up something, and you're on my favorite movie, The Never Ending Story. Number two. <laughs> Yes. i love the never ending story I, series oh
1: my gosh that was a blast that was a blast to make we were in we were in munich germany in the summer of 1989 uh-huh. uh filming that it was really hot super muggy and we we're in large sound stages and we just it was really uncomfortable and i can't tell you how uncomfortable those dresses were but we had a blast doing it and uh yeah so zaida the mean queen was stealing the boys memories and uh, it, was, it was certainly that movie was a great memory for me
0: Wow, amazing, yeah, you're beautiful. Uh, outfits and it just like, I'm like,
1: wow, it's so fun. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talk about your book today. <laughs> the name of the book is The Self-Esteem Regime. And so a regime is an organized way of doing things, which is why I, I, I chose the word apart from the fact that it rhymed, but a regime as an organized way of doing things is a way for me to, uh, to catalog, if you will, uh, the, uh, the book in chapters. So the first chapter is Release. Right, Gina. So we know that sometimes we've got a lot of stuff that's pent up, a lot of things we've learned, a lot of things we've etched in stone, and that we believe are real. Uh, and that we come, so, you know, we come to a day and we go, well, maybe that's not so real. Maybe what they told me isn't really true. Maybe what I've learned I need to unlearn. And so that's where we've got that whole that whole release part from chapter one. Chapter two is then rebuild. And boy, I'll tell you, that's where some of the fun really starts to happen. Chapter three, then we, you know, we move on to different things in different chapters, but what I do wanna bring home about the work that you'll do in any personal development, uh, that by the way, it is our sacred duty to ourselves and to others, our own personal development, because we wanna be a better person tomorrow than we are today in everything that we do uh, and every relationship that we we, uh, are involved in. So um, I just think that it's very, very important that we're mindful That it's one of those things that you don't put on the shelf. It's not that this is a self help, it's not shelf help, right? So I want to put it on the shelf and we want to make sure that we get that into our calendar too. People say, I don't have the time to, well, you do because you can read a chapter a week. Cause it's not, it's not that hard. And then, and then put that into your calendar much as you would any other appointment that you, have. hair appointment, a nail appointment, a doctor's appointment, vet, you know, the vet appointment, a PTA appointment, all the other appointments that you have, you put into the calendar for everything and everyone else. What self-development uh, is, what self-improvement uh, is, is making sure you are also dedicating the same, if not more time to yourself too.
0: Yes. And I was just sharing with you that before I hit record, that I actually suffered from very low self-esteem. I didn't feel like I was worth anything. I hated myself. And a lot of it was perhaps from the childhood trauma that I had experienced and feeling low and little and having to bottle up all of those emotions inside until eventually I got into the relationships. Then all of that anger started coming out. And then I just started hating men all of a sudden. And I'm like, what is going on here? And then I told, Then I went to drinking thinking that would be a solution, which it helped a little bit here and there, but it was numbing everything, but wasn't getting to the root cause of why I was acting out the way I was acting out. And the reason why I was just so angry so I had to really go within and learn well first off I had to get sober that's the first thing I had to get sober already and stop going
1: getting... by doing getting sober you were already go yes. you knew the path you know you were on your path to recovery which is by the way is another reword um uh but please finish
0: oh um what, what I was saying is that yeah so I just had to learn about who's Gina who is Gina inside there and it took a while for me to actually start loving myself, loving the spirit that was just inside that was waiting to come out and just to shine, you know? And, and so now I look back, I'm like, wow, I really needed to experience everything so I can see, experience the darkness. And then now finally I'm experiencing light. So I'm so great. I wish I had your book, by the way. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's in Barnes and Noble, number one. And then of course online, it's easy to get anywhere. So, you know, we'll talk about that whenever you're ready, but the, then, you know, the most important thing to know is that you can't you cannot heal in the same environment that hurt you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you didn't come from a happy family, a happy family most likely isn't going to come from you. Right. So that's where I talk about, you know, what the toxic stops here. Um, there are, We talk a lot about generational traumas and we talk about the things that have been passed forward, you know, parents and grandparents and gra- great-grandparents and and, and 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 back. But what we really need to do is just is take responsibility for all of that, all of that baggage that was given to us. And then, and then say, okay, that's it. This is where the toxic stops. And you've gone on your path and you've learned that that is true. And many people will experience this because a lot of people don't understand that there is something as, I'm going to say as simple as, but as difficult as working on your personal development. And when I say difficult, I mean, um, you are going to have to commit to yourself You're going to have to know that you are worth it. Learn your, your self-worth early on. You're going to also have to come out with, with courage that you didn't know you had, because a lot of the courage, a lot of the work that you will do will mean you may have to start distancing yourself. Doesn't mean forever. And it doesn't mean huge distances but it depends it depends on what we're talking about who we're talking about right yeah. But you have to start lear- learning how to distance yourself from those who are not not in your life for a better or a greater good. Um, and I, and I don't want any of that to sound, you know, uh, egotistical in any way, or it's all about me, me, me. It's okay for things to be about you. That's what this whole work is about. It is about you so that you, then not only are you a better person for yourself and you really like yourself, but you're a better person for everyone and, and that you will come in contact with. And that could be a husband. It could be, uh, a, a, you know, a, a work relationship. It could be with your sister. It could, your mother it could be all kinds of different with your you know i don't know fill in the blank but you want to know that you're coming whole and that you're coming complete people say to me well do you ever take a self-esteem test and you know like at 100 like you're a 100 no it doesn't work that way self-esteem doesn't work that way because we will most likely be fighting daily demons along the way and we certainly are going to be fighting the ebb and flow that is life and life will comes with you know lots of triggers for us. So, this is where we have to learn how to reparent. First of all, we have to get in touch with our inner child and learn how to have a relationship with that inner child and help that child grow. Uh, we also may have to reparent ourselves. Because the parenting that we got wasn't necessarily the parenting that we need. By the way, this is not about bashing anyone. We don't bash. We don't hate. We don't finger point. We do not. There's no shame, no blame, and no guilt in the work that we do. What we do want to do is to say, okay, I've gone through enough to know that I'm a big girl now, I put my big girl britches on and I can move forward through this storm, through that ebb and flow and through reading books like mine, you will have this, the the resources, the tools in the shed that you will need in any, any given day. And as you go through life, you will have more tools in the shed than you can ever imagine. And it's it's nice to know that they're there when you need them.
0: Absolutely. Now in your book, you actually offer a step-by-step program for enhancing self-confidence. Can you give us an overview of what that program entails?
1: Yeah, I think it's really important that I said, we started out with, with responsive, uh, sorry, we, no, sorry. We started out with release, which is really, I think 99% of the work to do because it's you know, getting rid of the old paradigms and shifting out of what was into sometimes the unknown, We don't, we know we don't want to be there anymore. We don't necessarily know where we want to be just right yet at the outset. So that's really important. Rebuild. We've talked about that's where you get to like clean slate, write it all down. Where do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Who do you want in your life? Uh, Where do you want to be in two years, five years, 10 years, and start creating that blueprint, which by the way, we can also create, I'll come back to this, the blueprint we start creating also with our value system. Our third chapter is responsibility. And that's where we decide, okay, where am I taking responsibility for my life? And where am I shirking responsibility? Because I know know, for me, um, for example, uh, I'm really good with my right brain. I'm very creative, but my left brain, numbers, math, you know, contracts, uh, sheet, graph sheets. Oh, I'm not good at that. I am not whole brained. I am white brained. So I know that I have to give a little bit of extra love to that part uh, especially in my business, because you can't run a business without it, you know, being a whole brain, right? So I, I do kind of shirk the responsibility there, but then I, you know, I, I know how important it is, and then I go, okay, got to take another course, got to take another class. I jump on Udemy, I, I jump on Coursera, and I keep up on you know the things that I need to know. The next place is re- uh, the next uh, chapter is replace. Then we talk about reaffirming. We talk about, I'm reading because I I don't have the memory to remember the whole chapter. We talk about the reinvention. Then we reinforce what we've known. So we take a stop after the sixth chapter and go, okay, let's reinforce. Let's stop and take a look. What are we reinforcing? What are the the things that have really, you know, we've worked on on these last uh, six chapters. What's going to be working for us now? We go into repeat rebound there's all kinds of different. redirect let me give you the last two respect and then reciprocal so these are the different things that we work on respect not only of course for ourselves but for others so, you know self esteem is very it goes very wide and very deep and it's not something um that um, um it doesn't discriminate right doesn't discriminate color man woman child old. i could speak to a 14 year old girl or an 80 80 year old man and basically be saying the same things about uh about self esteem and and what it is and what it's not um anyway, yeah, I could be here all day on that. The other thing I think is really important. We talk about is social media mm. and social media is where we do a lot of comparing. And, you know, of course we know that self esteem 101 is never compare yourself to someone else. And I talk frequently about, um, you know, wanting to keep up with the Joneses and, you know, kind of wanting to, you know, be the cool kid on the block. And we talk about the grass being greener on the other side. I know you've heard it. We all have, but I offer this is the, the first of all, the grass is always greener where you water it so that's really important like you know just taking care of you and your homestead first like really taking care of that stop worrying about what everybody else is doing because you're not walking a mile in their shoes you don't really know what's going on and that brings me to this point is it really the grass is greener on the other side or is it astroturf is mm-hmm. it fake? Is it plastic is it not real is it your perception of what you see or their uh, the, you know what they have decided they want you to see. So anyway, we could be here all day on that, but it's really, really important to not give so much importance to what everybody else is doing. And certainly no importance at all to what everybody else is thinking, because whatever they're thinking about me is none of my business, just isn't. That's something really, really important. I think that really helps us understand more about about you know the empowerment pieces that we can pick up along the way boundaries perfect boundaries people think you got to set boundaries and they got to be hard and really rigid and you got to be really angry and you got to raise your voice and it's kind of like this anger no no you can set a boundary with ease joy and glory and just say can i talk to you for a second you know i i i, I just want to mention this um and i do this you know, with ease, joy, and glory, but what you just did or what you just said kind of hurt me a little bit. May I explain why? And of course, you'll have your conversation with whomever you're speaking. If someone on the other side says, "Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I, I know I've been guilty of this because, you know i I love teasing somebody, you know, just like the next person if somebody says to you, "I am so sorry." I had first of all, I had no idea. Second of all, be sure it will never happen again. You've got a keeper. If someone, however, says you, oh, come on, get over yourself, be real. What the heck's the problem? I mean, brilliant. and they go down that path, you've probably got a toxic relationship on your hands. And, and so be real, real careful. When I talked about the toxicity before, you're going to find it pretty much anywhere and everywhere. So to be mindful about that. You know, you never want to love someone else more than you love yourself, no matter who they may be. I myself had to give up a relationship last year, Christmas time. uh, And it devastated me. I will tell you, it devastated me. I was absolutely in pain for months. And oh, sorry, two years ago was two. I said it was last year. Wow. It's that it's been, yeah, I skipped a whole year somewhere years ago at Christmas time. And um but I I was not you know, here I was just dropping my book I just dropped my book on self-esteem. I'm teaching and I'm preaching self-esteem and and I did not feel very esteemed in the relationship that I was in. I had to let it go. I I I had to let it go and as painful as it was, uh every day I reminded myself that I cannot love someone else more than I love myself and if everyone is listening right now can remember that one thing, I think that, you know, that's write it down, put it on a sticky note, get it close to your work, you know, station, get it on your, your mirror. We'll talk about mirror therapy in a second, wherever you can see it and read it frequently, make sure that you do that.
0: Yes. I love that. Yeah. Mirror therapy. I've heard of
1: that before. Can you explain a little bit about what that is? I would love to. So mirror therapy is, is something that I had learned from Louise Hayes and she was the guru, the grandmother of of um, of uh, publishing for, um, she had a huge publishing house for everything, personal development, and self-improvement. Uh, she's long since passed, but she, she was the one that I had originally learned from mirror therapy. And then it was in Jack Canfield's works. And Jack Canfield is the other half of Chicken Soup for the Soul series with Mark Victor Hansen. And if it was good enough for them, it was good enough for me. And I wanted to incorporate it into the book and it goes like this. Mirror therapy is going to look weird. It's going to feel weird. It's going to sound weird. And you're probably going to be embarrassed by doing it. Some people uh, that I've tried to coach have a really, this is the most difficult thing that they do. And this is where you become your own rah-rah session in front of the mirror. There are two ways to approach a mirror. One is to look at the mirror and the other one is looking into the mirror. So I'm looking at the mirror when I'm preening, when I'm getting myself ready, I'm brushing my hair, I'm doing my makeup. I am looking at the mirror. When I sit down and look, into the mirror, that's what I'm looking in my own eyes and I'm having that really intense relationship with self, right? And this is where I could say, hi, Clarissa, happy day. Um I just want to tell you, I really like you. I do. I really like you. I've got to say, let me go one step further and tell you, Clarissa, I really love you. I love you. And I'm so super proud of you. I want to tell you that that presentation you did the other day that you were so worried about, remember that presentation in front of a thousand people you didn't think, you thought your knees were so proud of you, girl. You knocked it out of the ballpark. Okay. So you get where I'm going with that, right? Some people are going to have a really hard time doing that. They're going to have a hard time sitting there and saying, I really like you. And I really love you because a lot of people just don't love themselves. You can do this in little increments. You can know, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a soliloquy. You don't have to be there for hours, but you can start with a minute a day. And just sit there with yourself and get comfortable. Take a few deep breaths and say something nice to yourself. I've got plenty of affirmations in the book. Should you like to use some of those? And just start having that relationship with yourself. Be the rah-rah session that you know you're not going to get anywhere else. You know, and it's, it's, it's called self-help for a reason. It's not, geez, I wonder what everybody else thinks about me. Help. It's mm-hmm. not, I wonder everybody else is going to recognize me and tell me how great I am. Help. It's not called that. It's called self-help. And therein lies the the conundrum, if you will, because a lot of people have a hard time, you know, really wanting. So really get into that place and space and getting really comfortable with wanting to have a great relationship with yourself and loving yourself. It's a really cool place to be. And and by the way, people say, oh, it's narcissistic narcissism is is a completely different thing than having happy healthy self-esteem happy healthy self-esteem is where you do love yourself where you're in love with yourself okay is is what they would term as narcissism and that is the absolute absence of happy healthy self-esteem so yeah
0: You're so right. Yes. This is a big difference. Cause I always say, I love myself. I said, but not in a narcissistic, arrogant way, but more of a loving, compassionate, you know, loving, like giving way. I want to give myself a hug. Like I would do with my child, you know, like that kind of love. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, so a constant state of gratitude appears to be like a central theme in your work as well. Who has influenced you in your journey and who had, who would you like to express gratitude to?
1: Great question. You know, I I do, everybody that came before me, I think, especially in my family trees, no matter how far back we go, you know, I'd like to thank each and every one of them. There's there's something that I normally read, I don't have at hand right now, but it says something like this. It took, you know, two parents, four grandparents, eight great-great-grandparents, 16 great-great-grandparents, and it goes back into your family tree to make you the person that you are today. And can you imagine the kind of pain, the kind of sacrifice, the kind of love, the kind of difficulties, the kind of, all the things that they had to go through in their lifetimes in order to form who you are today. So I really think that if I would have to have, you know, gratitude toward any one person, I think it would really be, it would really be more the family tree than one person with a special shout out to my grandmother, Clarissa, who was really my soulmate and one of the most lovely people I've ever come across in my life. And um yeah, I definitely would... I would definitely like to thank all of the ancestors, if you will. I and it sounds probably corny, but I've taken a really deep dive into into a little bit more of, you know, the, the whole trauma, the generational trauma, and what it is that how each one of our ancestors' trauma formed ours, mm-hmm. our traumas, and how you know, so you kind of feel that pain for them. Uh, At the same time, wanting to, again, as I said before, the toxic just stops here. And then do the best that you possibly can to make sure that the toxic does stop. There's something else that I wanted to mention. And that is this. We talk frequently in self-esteem about, I am enough. You are enough. We are enough. Everybody's enough. So I took it upon myself one day to look up the definition of enough. And enough is defined like this. Only as much as is required only as much as is required so by definition enough is not enough the word enough is not enough so going back to the sticky notes and writing this down and keeping it close by the new mantra is now this i am so much more than enough Mm -hmm. so much more than enough and if you can and if you can get to the, even take that to the mirror therapy with you So Clarissa, you are just so much more than enough. You are, you know, you are kind and generous and with all your faults, don't get me wrong, but what we want to really, what we want to concentrate on here, are all the good traits, all the good things, you know, you are, I am kind, I am generous. I am good. I am giving, I am loving, I am caring. I am intelligent. I am soft. I am, you know, fragile. All the things that we want to, again, underline and underscore that are are the good parts of us are, you know, all the. the the not so good parts of us will fall away with more ease and more quickly when we are constantly reaffirming the things that are good about us and and we start to believe
0: and that's the thing we have to start believing that for ourselves as well now um what advice would you go ahead and give a young a young woman who is actually struggling right now with insecurity
1: Okay, the very first thing that I would do is, first of all, as we said before, never compare yourself to anybody else because that just doesn't work. Here's the thing. You get to be you. You get to write your blueprint. You get to come to the table. You get to understand who you are and how you can be the best version of yourself in order to better serve your greater good. So just get working on that piece and stop worrying about, you know, when you're living in the negativity of I'm not good enough, you are serving nothing and no one. And I will tell you this too. And I don't, it doesn't mean to sound dour, but it does, it does bring to the the thought to the fore. And that is, we are not promised tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised, Gina. So what are we waiting for? Hey, let's get started here. That's why I call it a regime. Again, an organized way of doing things. No more excuses, no more toxic, no more time wasting. I'm going, I'm going to start, I'm starting to do retreats and, and, and events right now, especially uh, for women. And and we're going to get right to it. Like there's none of that, you know, pussyfooting around and we're getting to the point. Yeah. When- The first thing that apart from that, the second thing that we want to do and not because it's any less important uh, because it's extremely important is to get your value system in place. You know, if I were to say to you, give me your top four values right now, a lot of people are going to go, oh, you get the deer in the headlights and it's like, gosh, I don't even know if I know what values are or like what's a value and what's a value system. I'll tell you what I created and everyone is more than, uh, I'm happy to share this with anyone. Please adopt it if you feel like you'd like to. I take the high road. I take the high road. I try to take the high road in everything that I do. Again, I'm human and I'm at, I, I I fall. I don't always hit the mark, but my my mission is to always hit the mark. The high road is this: honesty, integrity, gratitude, and honor. And if I can come to the table every day with that as my blueprint, I will tell you that that is a hill I am ready to die on i will come with radical honesty i will come with integrity i will come with well gratitude i'm grateful for things all day it's funny we're we're coming just now on on uh, thanksgiving week Uh, but you know i will always be gratitude I, i have 10 things i could rattle off right now boom that I am grateful for. And then the last piece is honor. You know, honor we usually think about more as a military term, but honor really is so much more than that, isn't it? It's who are you when no one else is in the room? It's, um, you know, who are you when you're untangling, you know, the Christmas lights, like what's your real pure character? Um, Honoring is loyalty. Loyalty, another saying that I love is loyalty is when you have my back behind my back. Loyalty is when I have your back behind your back, and so, you know, go when you're at the in the water cooler and everybody's you know dishing on Susie Q. Are you dish? Are you going to foment with the tribe? Are you going to foment with 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 the group, right? With the pack, and say, oh yeah, I know she's really awful and horrible. Or are you going to say, guys, I know Susie Q. And you know what? I think she's great. Maybe she's just having a bad day today. Maybe she just needs a hug. Maybe she needs some understanding and some love. Now that doesn't mean that there aren't some difficult people in the world because there are but most difficult people will will sort of they'll they'll round their edges a little bit their edges will become a little bit softer when you know you you love them through it and you know be the first to say i'm sorry there's nothing wrong with with an apology in fact as i said before no blame no shame and no guilt if you can come to the table and even if you know And you swallow your pride and you say, I know I wasn't wrong here. I don't feel like I was wrong here, but okay. Let me offer up this. Who is it? Who is it that comes to mind right now, Gina, for you? You have to answer the question, but who is it that comes to mind when I say, who do you probably have to make an apology to? Or at least who do you know in your heart of hearts? You should probably pick up a phone and call. Maybe yeah. they were, wrong. maybe they were wrong, but could things be fixed with a simple phone call and a, Hey, can we talk? Cause this is not a phone call about who's right and who's wrong. This is a phone call about, I miss you. Can we fix this? So, you know, again, that is being, that is doing the honorable thing, right? That, and, and you, you, and it's scary. And again, remember I talked about courage. It's scary, but you're never going to know until you know, you might get a negative response. You know, no, thanks. Not interested in a relationship with you. Okay. Now I know. Don't mm-hmm. miss you. And I love you. And I wish you all the best off you go. It's going to hurt, but you'll get through it. Right. So honor is, is one of those kind of things that, you know, it really, it really is one of those kind of things we need to bring back to the, to the table you know, we need to be doing, you know, especially in today's day and age, it's a a harder thing to teach and preach today than, you know, but if we were to really come to the table, imagine if everybody came tomorrow, we wake up uh, Gina and the whole world is honest. Mm. Can you imagine what kind of world we would live? If everyone lived in integrity, oh my goodness, what kind of relationships would we be living? You know, gratitude, if everybody was grateful, wow, you know, and if everybody lived with honor, doing the right thing, doing the respectable thing, doing the, you know, standing on principle, right? Mm-hmm. It would be a really, really great thing.
0: That's beautiful. Yes. I love all of those. Wow, you've actually answered all the questions that I was going to ask. And some of like, wow, this is great. And I'm going to re-listen to my podcast and even take even better notes. <laughs> this is amazing. Wow. No, like- yeah. So you said you're having uh, some retreats coming up in the future or is that in the works right now?
1: It's in the works. It's definitely for 2024. Right now we're working on, you know, I have the four pillars of self-esteem, which are look good, feel good, be good and greater good. So looking good. We know what that means. And I'm in the middle of creating a beauty line right now that is non-toxic. Oh, wow. As far as feel, good, as feel good is concerned. I also have a cookbook. It's not here. It's a beautiful uh, coffee table cookbook. It's called the Italian gluten-free gastronomy cookbook. Italian because I lived in Italy for almost 30 years and I uh, I am highly gluten intolerant. So I created with Rita Romano, she's an Italian chef. We created a book that is a gluten-free. I'd like everybody to take a deeper dive into uh, wheat and gluten because it is toxic. Wheat is toxic. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but it is. I just watched another whole documentary on it. It is highly, highly toxic. Uh, So if the more people can eliminate wheat from their diets, I think the better that they will feel. The next piece is be good. And so that's where the self-esteem regime comes in. This is the be good piece uh, that is also going to take all of the other pillars into consideration. And then the greater good is giving back, paying it forward, tithing, volunteering, doing something that's not, you know, it's for someone else. Um And yeah, I think that that, you know, I do have, I have uh, someone that you know, a really, an organization that I collaborate with called domestic shelters.org. This is where women and children that are being abused can find um, a safe haven and a safe place to land. There are about 3,500, I think, shelters all over the United States and now in Canada and so I will be bringing more light to that organization as well wow. so those are the four pillars I think everyone should have four pillars and they should have a, a value system and that's really a great place to start you know people say oh I look good well, what does that have to do with self-esteem it's 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 taking pride in yourself it's taking pride in the way you look there is nothing wrong with that um so I I, I stand by that you know there was a guy actually it was a guy one day said well, what is looking good how do you think to do with self-esteem and I'm like, Dude, you need to get a clue. Uh, we like- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know it's we we like looking good, right? It's 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 a part of, it. and everyone has their own idea of what that is, and that's okay. Some women don't wear makeup. Some wear minimal makeup. Some women do full mask face, and it looks great. You know, whatever it is, it's fine. But uh, it's again, it's taking pride in yourself, and so yeah, we're gonna yeah, be that- doing all kinds of fun stuff. Well,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, because when you when you feel good and you look you when you feel like you look good, you you do
1: good actually too. When you have a lift in your step and you do a front, you face your day differently. When you're walking out that door and you're going, you know what? You know, I am looking good. You know, it's it's nice. it's 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 again, it's a reinforcement to self- um, and some people think it's a little bit more, you know, airy fairy, that's okay, whatever. Uh, I'm going to stand by that one and say, I think, you know, that's okay. You know, it's, it's all, it's all about it. All of this is work and pride and feeling, you know, prideful of the, of the people of the person that we are becoming. So yeah, no problem.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Clarissa. Oh, where can our listeners find you on social media or your website?
1: media. Yep. Everywhere except Snapchat. So it's Clarissa Burt, B-U-R-T. Website is Clarissabert.com And you can find the book in Barnes and Noble, in the Barnes and Noble stores. Uh, and you can find it on barnesandnoble.com. And certainly it's also on Amazon all over the world and it's on Kindle and Audible. So no excuses. <laughs> yes, no excuses. The self-esteem regime. Oh, I love it.
0: <laughs> thank you so much, Clarissa. It's been an honor and such a pleasure. And thank you so much for giving such wonderful value to our listeners today. Thank you
1: thank you very much, Gina.
0: To my cherished listeners, from the very depths of my heart. Thank you. Every single one of you who've showered me with those warm five-star reviews, your kindness shines so brightly, and if you haven't yet, know that your voice and support always matter. Your unwavering love has lifted us onto Feedspot's Esteemed list of best women's sobriety podcasts, and it truly warms my heart. With immense love and care, I've created something for you as well. Introducing the Overcoming Challenges mini-course crafted especially with the intention to guide and support you through life's varied phases because we all deserve gentle guidance as we navigate life's tides. Furthermore, I have two heartfelt gifts for our listener family. One is a seven-day challenge, a tender beginning for those curious about sobriety, and the other, a personal sharing from my journey, six-step blueprint to an alcohol-free life. This encapsulates the loving steps I took, I embraced beyond AA and the traditional 12 steps that have nurtured my own sobriety journey. To embrace these tokens of gratitude and love, simply text GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, to 1855-649-6196. Again, that's G-I-F-T at 1855-649-6196. With all my love and deepest gratitude, I cherish each and every one of you.